With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This summer, don't just watch soccer. Play in the DraftKings Real Shot Challenge presented by Jägermeister. The rules of the game are simple. Just pick winners. At the end of the tournament, the five top point getters in each nation's leaderboard walk home with a national team jersey and a Jägermeister jacket. All entries are automatically entered into an overall leaderboard where the prizes are even more lucrative, like the ultimate fan experience, an all-expenses-paid trip to the winning team's country to celebrate sweet, sweet victory like a local. Enjoy a VIP soccer experience, including game tickets, transportation, and swag, plus extra cash so you can roll like a meister. You don't need cash to enter. It's free. So what are you waiting for? Head to DraftKings.com slash RealShot to adopt your team, get in the game, and win exclusive prizes. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash RealShot for details. Hi, I'm Grant Wall, and welcome to the Planet Football Podcast World Cup Daily. Day four of World Cup 2018 is done, headlined by Mexico's history-making 1-0 victory over World Cup champion Germany on a goal from Irving Chucky Lozano. Brian Strauss and I will be talking about that and other topics today as part of our podcast coming to you daily from Russia through July 16th. Just a small request, it would be a huge help if you subscribe, rate, and review our podcast. It helps people find us. In this episode, I'm also joined by Bora Milutinovic, who coached the United States at World Cup 1994 and also managed four other teams at the World Cup, Mexico, Costa Rica, Nigeria, and China. Onward! Grant Wall and Brian Strauss welcoming you here once again to the World Cup daily podcast of the Planet Football Podcast. Once again, we're outdoors here tonight, Brian. On the cobblestones. Right next to the Kremlin. (laughs) Next to the barbed wire fences (laughs) and the shipping containers. This is happening, we'll explain again, because... There's like a little mini city. This is like a little mini city that we're in. It is. Yeah. All Uh, All the TV studios. Of all the rights holders... Uh, just wanted to get a good view of uh, St. Basil's Cathedral. And their trucks. So when people are watching at home on TV, they can see the cathedral and all that in the background, right? Oh, yeah. That's the whole point. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, so the reason we're doing this is because, once again, I'm going to be a full panelist on the World Cup Tonight Show on Fox, which has been a lot of fun. Um, usually we're on at 10 or 11 p.m. on FS1 and then at midnight Eastern on Fox. But uh, check that out if you can. But check out our podcast, too, which I guess you're doing if you're listening to this. Um, Brian, you were at Mexico, Germany today. Mexico won, Germany nothing. For me, the greatest modern era World Cup results forever for Mexico, right? I don't. I think you could delete modern era from that. I mean, I guess. I mean, I guess they did. I think they beat Bulgaria in 1986. They got to the quarterfinals to, to in 1986. Quarter, they got to the quarterfinals when they hosted the 70 format. I don't know. It may have been a, a different sort of deal. But... Um, this is, so you can make a case for both, obviously, getting deeper into a tournament, all that kind of stuff, but Mexico has never beaten a full-strength world power at a World Cup. Um, their one win over what, you know, anyone would agree is a top-tier nation, 
was over France in 2010, and that France was like an imploding circus shit show, right? I mean, yep. that wasn't that wasn't you know France at their best. Um, and they've beaten a lot of second-tier countries that are sort of along with them. You go back through their history, Croatia, Belgium, you know, nothing to nothing to sneeze at. You know, those are countries we can't beat. Um, but uh, they've yet to take that next step. Um, and, uh, and today they did. Today they beat a, a world champion, a world power, one of the elite countries. And, and now um, El Quinto Partido, is, is they can beat the teams that you need to get to that game. They've proven it today. Um, this is a talented team. They were they were so well drilled. They obviously have faith in what Osorio is asking them to do. They went out and executed it. It, w- it was really, really, really impressive. And uh, for anyone who watched it, I mean, it could have been four nothing at half just as easily if they were a bit more clinical in, in the in the penalty area. Sometimes I think they had so much time and space they didn't know how to handle it. Um, but it was just a, a wonderful performance, and they they held on at the end and and deserved the win. Yeah, they totally deserved the win. I think is the thing. It wasn't just some fluky. Uh you know, bad balance of the ball or referees called. Mexico deserved to win this game, and they executed Osorio's game plan perfectly. It seemed like they went down the left side a lot on the counter. Um, Chucky Lozano obviously on the left side. Usually Kimmich gets farther forward than the other fullback. And by the way, Mexico fans are taking over Red Square tonight, as you can tell. They can't even see us through the banner. Yeah. Oh, whatever. But uh, Lozano... From the first minute of the game, he had a chance down the left yeah, in the Germany box. Was, Germany's two fullbacks were playing essentially like at Mexico's 18, was, you know? And when, when Germany pulled one of their outside backs back in the second half, they had a bit more balance and were able to swing the ball side to side a bit, and they created chances. And Mexico, the guys after the game, they, they knew that was coming. Um, you know, but Ochoa had a really nice game. Um, you know, uh, And they uh, make a bunch of mistakes. Timo, Timo Werner missed a maybe uh, the, the best chance of the, of the second half, put a, put a shot over the bar at the left post. Um, but Germany just didn't make the plays. That's part of deserving to win, is making the sure. plays you need to make to win, and they didn't do it. And I look at this Mexico defense, and last year in that 4-1 loss to Germany in Confederations Cup. Is that Mikhail Silvestre? It is. Cool. He's a good dude. Yeah. Um, he's done some work for Fox. Awesome. How are you doing, Mikhail? Good to see you. You want to join our podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I'm Brian. Nice to meet you, man. Nice to meet you. you okay? Yeah. Cool. Enjoy. All right. You too. Um, maybe my favorite part of this uh, location where we're doing this is saying hello to folks. That was Mikhail Silvestre. Uh, and uh, the interview with Boris Milutinovich that comes later in this podcast, we have a cameo from Jovan Kirovsky coming in. Uh, <laughs> so this seems to now be a pattern. Um, but um, in terms of... What was I talking about? I was talking about the Mexican defense. So in that loss 4-1 to Germany last year at Confederations Cup, first 10 minutes, two horrible mistakes in the back. Germany pounces on them. Game over. I'm glad you brought that up. I mentioned this in my story. Um, Go look at the stats from that game. Possession, shots, corners, chances. Mexico dominant. Mexico, Mexico controlled the ball and lost the game. Today, they seeded the ball. They, they instead worried about controlling flow and dynamic and balance and space. They, those are the things they dominated today. And, uh, and uh, you know, and like we said, a, a deserved win. So credit to Orsorio, credit to Mexico. Uh, the other thing I just want to mention about um, Luzhniki today was, you know, and I've brought up this comment before um, of uh, Chicharito Hernandez saying that there are Mexicans on Mars. <laughs> Holy crap, man. Like, that was Azteca. That yeah, was... You it looked f- like it. That sound that you hear, that whoosh, you know, the, uh, of, of course, the anthem, of course, um, you know, the, the, the singing and the beer flying and all of that stuff, um, you know, that place was, I mean, there were, I think, 
close to 80,000 people there. At least half of them were cheering for Mexico, if not more. I mean, it was just a really, really impressive showing. And you could tell it moved the players. And, and, you know, Osorio paid tribute to them after the game. They had home field advantage against the world champions in Europe. I mean, it's just absolutely remarkable. Um, And you have to think it helped. So just a a wonderful day for Mexican football. Um, I spoke to Guillermo Cantu after the game, uh, the CEO or Secretary General. I think he's officially the Secretary General, but I have no idea what that title means. I just don't know where those words... I would say General Secretary, not Secretary General. Maybe it is. See, I don't know. I don't even know what any of that... I know what those words individually, like how they're defined in a dictionary, but I don't know what they mean together. So I just kind of think of them as If you have multiple Secretary Generals... Is it a See, sec- this is, secretary's this is, general? This is the rabbit hole you go down when you start thinking about this shit. <laughs> um, you know, and of course, and and so he was uh, he was really really super helpful when we did the the magazine piece um, last month, and and so I, it was nice to chat with him today, and and of course, you know, he said, look, you know, South Korea and Sweden are no pushovers. We've right. got a really really tough group, and and you know, he said we didn't want to draw Germany, like like this was our worst case scenario, and and we we drew. I guess what you and I probably think is the, tef- the the second most balanced group maybe of the of the tournament, um, and maybe it sort of steeled them. Maybe it just really sort of got them to buckle down and realize how much work was ahead. Because um, they, you know, Osorio said today this was a six month, you know, process to plan for this game, and everything they've been doing has been building toward this. And they really sort of, you know, um, committed to, to to getting this right and getting the team right. Um, and so, you know, obviously. It doesn't matter if they if they if they blow the next two games and beating Germany doesn't matter. But now they can go into the next two games, perhaps go into the round of sixteen, knowing they can beat this kind of opponent. And that's not something they've ever been able to say before. They and hadn't done it, and that's huge. I also think they have a chance to win the group now, and I think that should be their goal over the next two games. Because if you do that, you can get a round of sixteen opponent that is likely not Brazil. Now we'll talk about Brazil here in a little bit. But you picked Mexico to beat Brazil. I picked the him round. to go to the quarterfinals, right. Brian. But you picked, you picked Mexico to beat Brazil in the round of 16, and if that game doesn't happen, we'll never know if you would have been right about that. I will take full credit for Mexico getting to the quarterfinals, no matter even they if beat. they beat freaking Saudi <laughs> and of Arabia. Course, and, of course, that could then mean a Germany-Brazil round of 16, which would you know light the world on fire. <laughs> uh, I, so I, miss, I, miss the, I miss most of the Brazil game, so... so. What yeah, you, let me say just a couple of things about like before we go to Brazil Sorry. because I, I would just say that I think it's really important over the next couple of days, and I'm sure this will take place with Mexico. They have a team psychologist from Spain named Imanol Ibarondo. See the guy who worked with them heading into Columbus, right? Yeah, yeah and yeah. that was his sort of trial test period, and he did so well in that victory over the U.S. a couple of days after the presidential election that he became a full-time employee of the Mexican Federation working with the team through the World Cup, and he has worked wonders with this team. And I guarantee you he will be a big part of how they prepare over the next few days to bring the players a little back down to earth and say, look, it's a great win. You cried on the field afterward. That's awesome. You deserve that. But there's still work to be done here. Um, And then also I look at um, at Osoria, and I'm curious to see how the Mexican media responds because they've been so critical of him. Uh, I'll be very amused if suddenly they're acting like Osorio like is the man with the There plan. were a few a few comments from players today that I, I, I heard and saw quickly um, along those lines, along the lines of, you know, defending their coach. No no one gave Osorio credit. No one believed in him. It, it, I mean, look, players say all the right things. I mean, players said nice things about Jurgen when Jurgen was coach. I mean, it happens. But this has to be different, right? I mean, they 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 – they executed the plan and they executed perfectly. And so that demonstrates to me 
um, some level of what's the word synchronicity or whatever between between coach and team and synchronization and is something Chicharito like that. would say to describe their patterns. Does, uh, he does use that, yeah. So, um, so yeah, and then they seem to sort of take some of the criticism of Osorio to heart, and some of that stuff was said today. And I, I would rattle off a couple of those quotes for you guys, but you know, I'm uh, I can't plug into the uh, <laughs> to the brick wall I'm sitting on. So uh, sorry about that. Um, let's talk Brazil. Te- technical difficulties. Uh, both games in Brazil's group took place today. Uh, you had Brazil won, Switzerland won. Uh, Philippe Coutinho gets a very Philippe Coutinho goal in the I first half. I saw the half. shot, that curler. That was Brazil. gorgeous. Beautiful, yeah. beautiful goal from outside the box like we've seen so many times from him, especially at, uh, at Liverpool, but a little bit at Barcelona. Uh, and that's a great thing to have uh, when defenses pack it in. And Switzerland was doing that for good portions of this game. Uh, but Switzerland played okay, you know, and, and they really hacked Neymar to death. And the referee didn't do much about it. And I think Neymar was really frustrated and had a right to be. Uh, and on a set piece, so many set pieces producing goals in this tournament. Corner kick, Switzerland scores. Might have been a push uh, by the guy who scored, Zuber. Um, in Switzerland, which is not the most exciting of teams, gets a point from Brazil. It's interesting that Europe, I mean, this has been a European World Cup so far. You know, the European teams have done very, very well. European teams that are sort of lower on the relative pecking order than their non-European counterparts have got results. Obviously, Switzerland and, and Iceland being the the, uh, the obvious examples. And yet the first European team to fall is the is the world champion. The only um, one at this yeah, point. Yeah, exactly. And so I, I, I think that's really interesting. The last European World Cup, 06, all four semifinalists were were European, um, and uh, that's what I had in my in my bracket. By the way, coming in, I had four European semifinalists, and I guess I took a little criticism for that. And you know, I'm sure I'll be wrong, but um, you know, we, the the European teams, smaller European teams, um, you know, punching above their weight has been an early theme of this again, except for Germany, which is just uh, just remarkable. Yeah. Um you look at the other game today, you've got Serbia 1, Costa Rica nothing. Um, wonderful free kick goal from Alexander Kolarov, who apparently injured himself in, tra- or in warm-up and almost didn't play, but um, that was a great left foot. Please uh, remember to do a search for the Serbian Christmas video that he did Oh yeah, with Manchester City. Okay. Yeah. I'll check it out. Maybe a couple of wolves. Okay. Um, so Serbia... Costa Rica was kind of a drab game, I got to say. I watched it. Um, Costa Rica played like Costa Rica does. It was uh, 5-4-1. It was what we've come to expect from them, and I thought they might get a result out of it. Um, uh, David Guzman of the Portland Timbers, uh, an ill-advised foul in a dangerous location, and Kolarov makes him pay, and that was basically the game. (laughs) Crickets, crickets. Sorry, I didn't watch it. You didn't watch, like that's fine. I like know, you were going I, to the Mexico game. I was. I had a. I. I had my most planes, trains, and automobiles day of the World Cup today. This city, every day, I think they can't pack more people into this place, and they and they do. It's suffocating. It's just incredible. Um, the streets. The the the. We've talked about Nikolskaya Street. Um, uh, all the stuff around the Red Square and the Bolshoi and and Teatro Maya and the St. Basil's and everywhere where we are. The metro is packed, um, and then if you don't get to a stadium, you know, a solid four hours early, it, I mean, like, you know, just just imagine 
the most crowded bar you've ever been in and trying to sort of work your way back to the bathroom and that's what you're doing um and i was just i was a mess when i got to the stadium today um so uh yeah so i missed the uh costa rica serbia game and for the life of me i don't know who's playing tomorrow <laughs> uh who do we got, got we have england tunisia oh wow okay uh we have belgium panama i think panama might be the game in which u.s fans most clearly realize that the u.s is not in this tournament <laughs> um but panama deserves to be here they are better than the u.s um, and then the other game I will try and locate is Brian finds something to say while I look up the other game. I sat next to a Brazilian today at the Mexico game um, who was uh, skeptical about his own team's prospects. That was huh. the conversation. That was the foreign journalist conversation I had today. Um, the guy to my right was Egyptian, and he rolled into the press tribune with a Mosa Moda. Can't speak. A Mosala scarf and literally nothing else. She was naked. Damn, I didn't even think of that as I was saying it. Literally? No, no. I meant like no equipment, like no work. <laughs> but yeah, I He's guess. I guess. I guess. It, it, kudos to him for getting through security. You know, uh, wearing just the uh, the scarf. No, he had clothing. He had clothing, and he had a credential, and he had a Mosala scarf. Um, and he literally did not a, a second's worth of work the entire time. Awesome. Um, so just kind of freeloading on someone's dime at the World Cup. Um, but then the Brazilian guy I was I was sitting to, very nice guy, um, you know, said that you know they love they 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 like the coach. They hope he stays on. They think the team's balanced. But in terms of you know the leadership, you know the, the amount of the, the amount they put on Neymar's shoulders and just sort of a, a lack of trust. Um, that he has the temperament to sort of carry this team to where they all want to see it go, which is something that I've kind of believed and 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 have read other places. And so it was interesting to to hear that from someone who uh, you know who, who covers Brazilian soccer day in day out. So that's what I decided to say while you looked up. The yeah. Schedule. So it's Sweden, South Korea. Uh, oh, they're in the Mexico in, the, in Germany's right. group. Okay. Um, we're going to wind this thing up in a second because I got to go uh, record my show. But um, another thing I would say is is that we've now seen the four favorites play in this tournament. Uh, it's only one game, but you're talking about Germany, Spain, France, and Brazil. And one of those teams, Germany, has lost its first game. Two of those teams, Spain, and uh, who's the other one? Brazil. Spain and Brazil have tied, tied their first game. And France and the was other one, underwhelming. France was extremely underwhelming yeah. in a 2-1 win against Australia. Um, and heading into this tournament, there was some conventional wisdom that, oh, the top four teams in this tournament are better than any of the top four, or the f- top four teams we've seen in recent World Cups. Right, that the, the, it's top-heavy, that the, dis- top the heavy. distance between them and everybody else is larger than we thought. That, and that after one game, no, that is not, not so the much. case. Uh, my final four was was uh, was three of those. My final four was Germany, Spain, France, and Belgium. Oh. I had upsetting Brazil in the quarterfinals. Belgium hasn't played yet, right? They play tomorrow. Okay, so um, you you said that <laughs> we're fried. Yeah, it's late. <laughs> I've, uh, I've gotten I got what four hours of sleep last night. Uh, hoping to get seven tonight. But uh, thanks to Fox for the snacks. Yeah, that that hit the spot. Um, we're going to wrap up right now, though, and look forward to seeing you tomorrow. Bora coming up next, right? Yes. Can you subtitle a podcast? 
Big thanks to Brian Strauss. Next up is my interview with Bora Milutinovic. As promised, Bora Milutinovic, former coach of many countries, including the United States at World Cup 94, where they advanced from the group after beating Colombia and had a great game on 4th of July against Brazil before they went out. One nothing, Bora. It's wonderful to see you again. Oh, I'm so, so happy to be in contact with you. As you know, football is my life. I'm so so happy with you. Mention USA, for uh, July. Okay, Brazil, but more important, the, the the guy from national team that was very young without experience. We win Colombia. This is so great. A very good memory of the United States in the World Cup. Obviously, the United States is not here at this World Cup. Are you surprised about that? Surprised? You know, at first, I was so happy when I came in USA with young people without experience. But you know, with this mentality, so so important. Normally, I remember all these guys when we work, training, Mission Viejo, so many friendly games, traveling around the world. But so important, I think, was the attitude of the American player. I never like to mention this guy, this guy, this all player, but normally with the president, Mr. Allen. Hanky, all these people, they helped me so much. I'm so happy. So what would you suggest that the United States do to return to a position where it's playing in World Cups, where it's doing okay in World Cups? No, no, no. no. After you remember the World Cup in the, uh, the 2002 was great, uh, great World Cup, you know, the... We beat, or you beat, <laughs> you know, Mexico is my team, but okay, my team always beat <laughs> a drug, but it was so great, you know, to go forward. Bora was a former Mexico coach, uh, by the uh, way. Uh, what, what, <laughs> okay, but look, this is, uh, I am no, no person, I am no person to lie to, oh, you need to do this, you need to do this. I know everything is difficult, uh, different today, different, but... Uh, I, I have in America. You have huge talent. The player is is possible to when you have vision. But what you need to do, Yova, come with me. Come, Yova Kirovsky. Look, Yova. Yes. Hey, Yovan Karowski, the live podcast. How's it going, man? <laughs> no, hey, no, no, you understand. No, no, we, we like dropping. Hey, hey, we're, hey, we're pretty. Hey, all no, right, man. No, no, I'll you, message you. Now, now you understand. That's a, a Yovan Karowski, former player for you. Yes, not for me, for America. But you know, when he came in Mission Vejo, he had only 70 years. Right. 70 years, two years after he played for the national team, mm-hmm. he scored this incredible nice goal against Germany. You remember for this, I have... I remember for, that, For this, I'm so sorry. I'm so, so happy to see Jova, how this now... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> this, but uh, I don't like to to speak. You need to do. I'm. I. Uh, you know which which song I prefer. What's that? Uh, the Frank Sinatra, My Way. Yeah. Uh, this is. I like this song. You know. I do on my way. So many people is is no agree, but I I'm happy with my way. Good result. 
I'm with you. <laughs> you've, you've done so many things at the World Cup over the years. Uh, Mexico, 86, to, uh, like the, to the quarterfinals, the last yes. time they actually got to yes. the Quinto Partido. Yeah. Uh, then you... Uh, Costa Rica. We Costa Rica in 90. First time ever one team who is played first World Cup go through. We win two games against Scotland and Sweden. We lose against Brazil 1-0. But anyway, this uh, also this is my team after... Uh, Okay, Nigeria is different. Nigeria 98 Ni gets Nigeria to the second round. Second team, round. You could have won that tournament, Bora. No, but yes, but now I, I don't like to look for the skills. <laughs> no, but I have a very good skills, but no, no, no skills simply, you know. Uh, 02, 02, China getting to the China World Cup for the first time. Uh, still uh, only time on the men's yes, side. Yes, normal, but you know why. Why? They have Milu the coach. <laughs> <laughs> Milu in China, by the way, is what Bora was called because that's a letter, letters in the Chinese language. Uh, for example, here, we're in the lobby of uh, a luxury hotel here in Moscow. And before this interview, several Chinese people stopped you and wanted to have their pictures taken with yeah, you. No, You're still very popular no, in China. No, no, like I tell you, I, I, I have the impression now I'm much more popular than before. Because it's been so many years since '02, and China now realizes it's not easy to get to a World Cup on the men's side. No, they don't realize. Now they do, right? No, no, but uh, they, but they don't realize how we go. But <laughs> no. <laughs> so my question, Bora, is: uh, Do you still have a desire to coach in a World Cup? You are currently living. You've been in Qatar for quite a while. Uh, you're well connected there. Uh, you're involved with their federation. Um, do you want to coach Qatar at the next World Cup? No, no the difficult though will be great for me. But you know, I need to know who I am, what I need to do, how is it better. But always, I, uh, I, I make my effort to help football in Qatar. Always. What are you doing there to help football? I don't do nothing. At the same time, I do everything. <laughs> no, but the, what I tell you, you know what you do, but uh, some advice, uh, what is the better to do, but I, I was very, very happy to be the part uh, f uh, with the people to organize World Cup uh, 2022. 20, uh, normal traveling so much, if, uh, I give my opinion, advice. So tell me about what people... What should people think about four years from now with the World Cup in Qatar? Are, are you excited about that? I know you represented the bid when they got it uh, in 2010. But uh, now is the moment to show the, uh, your capacity, how you go to organize the World Cup. Like people tell you, the World Cup in Qatar will be World Cup, uh, one World Cup different than the other World Cup. First, you don't have this World Cup compact. Everything is in maybe 50 kilometers between one and the other stadium. You have every, every facility to go. The, 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 the stadium will be already 80% of the stadium is finished. Now people speak the air condition, but uh, air condition uh, really you don't need. But if you need air condition, you have everything perfect. Hotel, uh, you have everything what you need to have that, that transport. That, uh, you can go in the stadium, but also important in one day you can see two games. I think for the 
for the fun is uh, very important to come there to enjoy the World Cup after you can traveling around the country. So you used to coach Mexico. You lived in Mexico for many years. You're very close to people there. How do you feel about Mexico as a team at this World Cup? I tell you today after the game, I just <laughs> speak about Mexico. You know the expectation, what I tell you. The <coughs> Uh, for one coach, uh, I think uh, it's, it's very important the result. The result is the more important. But, m but after this, the how the people uh, like your team. I'm sorry, my English is criminal, <laughs> but uh, in the Spanish, fine. how you uh, how you, how you accept your team. For me, the uh, one the best. Uh, Satisfaction, how satisfaction. Satisfaction. After the losing in Germany, the way how we play, the the way how the people like team, the the public, the, uh, ask federation to send the player to send. Uh, but before the game, Germany, Germany against Argentina to come in the center field to say goodbye for one court. This is the best thing that can happen. You okay. can win game here, but people remember this uh, moment uh, like me. It was incredibly good. Yeah, I'm so happy. But other thing what I was very happy, I have in my first team, in first 11, I have seven players they started to play with me football in Pumas. Mm -hmm. What one coach can ask more? <laughs> We're winding down here. We're with Bora Milicinovic. Uh, Bora, looking at this World Cup, who are the teams that, that you like to win the World Cup? Do you have a pick? No, no. I have... F f for four teams, I have s special sentiment. First is Serbia. Yeah. It's, it's my country. Other is Mexico. Third is Costa Rica. Yeah. For Nigeria. Yeah. I'm sorry for America, China, but okay, but the, 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 for my sentiment, but realistically, everything is possible, but you have other countries, for, for example, in the paper, Brazil is the strongest team, in the paper, mm -hmm. but you know, in one game, everything is possible. After you have friends, but anyway, they're studying. Okay, the way how they win, you see, there you have uh, Spain, Spain and other teams, Germany always. Maybe, maybe England can be very... Seriously? Uh, no, no, seriously. I, I tell you why, English team, in the World, in the World Cup is so important to know to control emotion. Yeah. They don't have any problem. Why? They're young, nobody counts with them, but they have experience. Somebody from there, they have experience in the one coup, but they play the strongest league in the world. They don't have pressure to be winner. Pressure when you need to win, but they need to play, but they have quality player. For this, very, very interesting to see English team, the other team. Also, they have so many good players. All they play in the important team is Belgium. Mm -hmm. Belgium, this is uh, for this you have this four to, to uh, difficult to think some other country can be involved. Um, Bora, do you still spend time in Southern California? I know you used to live there as well. You were all over the place. Laguna Niguel, this is oh, this place I like to go there. Uh, but you know, when I like to dreaming how the, the 
soñar. When to, I, to dream, yes. I was dreaming there in California. I remember when I came in America, I have one who, <laughs> no, to remember Mr. Allen Rottenberg, this, hey, Bora, but, but you, uh, you need to learn to, to speak English. They say, okay, <laughs> Mr. President, I do everything, okay. But we have excellent, uh, like you remember, we, we win first uh, Gold Cup. Yeah. 91, Mexico. Yeah. Oh, super, was incredibly good. 80 game, very good. Everything was good. But my, I, I started to be a little bit better in English. Yeah, yeah after, yeah after, yeah after, my team started to to play the wars, you know, <laughs> but my English, I approve English. I tell Mr. Allen, call me this, hey, coach, you, you remember when I tell you the English, this, uh, Mr. President, I, I do my best, but they say, no, no, I like to tell you, language is not important, important to win the game for, for this, for this, I, I'm so, so happy that, that remember my time in USA. With Sometimes with I, 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 we have very good memories of your time in USA, Bora. Sometimes I thought that maybe if you got a question from a journalist that you did uh, not like very much, that suddenly you didn't speak English as well as you could have. Well, well, no, no. <laughs> this is no. This is my way. What I, I know now is maybe now I can tell, but I don't go to tell you. Look, what I tell you first, I respect so much everybody. Yes. Uh, I try to respect. I don't like to involve nobody. Uh, what I try to explain for me, I don't like to speak so much. I don't like to play the player. I don't. Do the, but also, this is my way. But for me, it's important to have good ambience with the team, everything with the player. But this is like you tell. I agree with you. But this is this is my way. What I got to do. So I'm here, one of the guys I'm working with here in Russia during the World Cup yes. is Alexi Lalas, your yes. former player with the USA national team. I don't team. remember. <laughs> he has a lot of good memories of playing for you, or at least interesting memories no, and good memories. No, but no, not publicly. No, 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 <laughs> but no, no. I tell you, look, look. Really, uh, my English, uh, to explain my, my feeling, when you tell Alexi, Alexi for me, psh, Incredible, incredible. The first, the, the personality, intelligence, learn so, he's very fast, he learns so good, but yeah, I'm so happy. So happy if he thinks uh, something good about me. But he does, I, he but does. No, but, but to tell you, you, for me, for example, to have play like him, to no mention, I need to study, to, to mention all my team is, uh, uh, the great, but Alexis is, is, is special position in, in my heart. He tells a story that you one time asked him to cut his hair. Yes, you didn't yes. ask him. You told him to cut his hair, and he had a problem with that. And then no, he don't have problem. But well, eventually he, he did. After he put uh, <laughs> <laughs> the beard. The beard. <laughs> okay, but no, no. But what is uh, no, no? But this, uh, you you understand me? The, but also the show. I think he, he one of the most uh, intelligent player he was. Yeah. Uh, most intelligent player. You know what? <clears throat> First, we need to understand all this guy from Olympic team '92. Yeah. 
include the solo. He, no was, he right. was no part of the, the Olympic team, but all they, they make great job. But I also I like to tell you, 24 years before, without experience, without anything, but the, the way how we play, they, they change uh, uh, history in favor of the, the soccer in America. They're so good. Well, Boromir Litinovic, you are a true world citizen and <laughs> character of the game. Thank you so much for joining no, me. No, but what? Finish already? Finish? Hey, what is this interview? <laughs> We're done, oh, man. Only ten? No, no, I joined. No, that is really pleasure, uh, pleasure for me to to see you. It's good. I'm sorry you're no president of FIFA, but what good to do? <laughs> Next time, maybe I'll run. No, 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 you never know. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Planet Football World Cup Daily Podcast. I'd like to thank Bora Milutinovic and Brian Strauss, as well as everyone at Cadence 13 and Sports Illustrated who supports this podcast. Please, if you like the pod, tell your friends, subscribe, like, and review it on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. It really does help the cause if you do, and we'll see you tomorrow. Do you know about the Locked On Podcast Network, the number one daily sports podcast network? Locked On has a daily podcast on every NBA and NFL team, plus a growing lineup of college and MLB teams. You get a daily bite-sized podcast giving you the latest on your team from the local experts. Lakers fans, search Locked On Lakers. Cowboys fans, search Locked On Cowboys. Just search Locked On, your favorite team, on Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts, or tell your smart speaker to play podcast Locked On, your favorite team. Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.